Welcome back to the show. I'm Andre Monroe with Miles Davis. Miles, how are you today? I'm doing all right. I'm doing pretty good, man. Um, we got the Eagles going into the playoffs this Sunday. I'm super excited for that. It's 2020, new year, new decade. I'm super excited. I'm hyped. How about you? How are you doing? Well, same reasons as you are. I'm really good. New decade, new year. And also, the Sixers, the Sixers not the Sixers, but the Eagles, are in the playoffs. The Cowboys aren't, so that's always something to feel good about. But we're going to talk about the Sixers first, and specifically their recent struggles. Now, they just dropped a game. Well, they just dropped a couple games, but their most notable game was a recent game they dropped. They shouldn't have dropped it, and Josh Richardson, he came up with the quote that the team lacked accountability after they lost to the Pacers. So, do you agree with this? And also, I want to ask you, should the Sixers trade Ben Simmons? Alright. I honestly, to be honest, I don't believe the Sixers are overrated. And here's why. The Sixers, I I feel like the Sixers are inconsistent rather than overrated. Because you just saw the Sixers team beat the Milwaukee Bucks as the best record in baseball. But... Then again, you see them lose to the Magic, the Heat, and the Pacers. So I feel like just like last season, you have those g- games where the Sixers play well. Well, then right after that, they're just gonna they um seem to just lose themselves at different times of the basketball season. So I feel like it's more just them being inconsistent rather than than being overrated. And to be honest, to add on your second part. I feel like the Sixers, if we were to trade Ben Simmons, I feel like we could definitely get a lot in exchange for him because of the potential that he has. But also, I don't really see him fitting well with Joel Embiid. And it has been shown time and time again how he is the main piece since he is the process, after all. And because of that, I feel like if Ben Simmons hasn't shown that he is not afraid to shoot the, the basketball, then I feel like come tr- the trade deadline, we should think about moving him because I feel like we could definitely get a some assets, not like picks, but players that would be better for the team and would be better for Joel Embiid. Well, I just want to point out something. Jalen Rose said this recently, and I kind of agree with him, with the fact that Ben Simmons is, is who he is. I don't think he's going to change He's definitely not become a Stephen Curry type of shooter. I don't think he's going to shoot that much. Just like one a game or two a game. He's not even going to do that. So we have to accept Ben Simmons for who he is. And I don't think it's a good thing because Ben Simmons, he literally, he he's the key factor. Well, you could say he's the next factor in us winning a championship or not. Because if he just unlocks, you know, that type of hesit- that hesitation to shoot, if he like you know, just get, get rid of get rid of that hesitation to shoot we can go places but like you said the Sixers they are inconsistent and much of that falls on his shoulders much of that falls on Al Horford's shoulders too because he's been playing bad recently and I just want to point something out because early in the 20 early in the season uh the Sixers were the only undefeated team left in the league we were 5-0 and but it, at that, after that they lost the Fink Suns and then they lost the Jazz and they lost to the Nuggets but then after that they won against the Raptors, the Celtics, the Nuggets, the Heat, and the Bucks. So they they have good wins. They have bad wins. I really don't get the Sixers team. And um, yeah, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I just feel like 
definitely, as you said, like the inconsistencies and stuff like that and how they've really plagued this team and that they this team has a lot of – their highs are really high and their lows are really low. And I feel like as long as they get hot come playoff time, that's all I care about. But as long as we get a somewhat high seed so we can play more home games, because it has been shown time and time again that we are a much better home team than we are an away team. And I feel like if we end up being like a five seed or a six seed or a seven seed, it'll be a lot harder for us to get to the finals and us playing in June. I agree. I think we're much better at home too. I think the stats show that. But uh, going back to Josh Richardson quickly, he said after the Patriots game that, you know, the team kind of lacks accountability at times. You know, he said that there are good moments, like when we beat good teams, for example, there are good moments, but when there's bad moments, like, for example, losing to the losing to teams you shouldn't lose to, he said that because it's some, well, I'm going to read the exact quote, he said, I think that we, ha- we got some new guys who don't want to step on tools, including myself. I feel like we kind of kind of go play and don't compete as much. There's been games we have been great, and there's been games we have been good, we, and we have to hold each other accountable. I'm kind of reading between the lines here, but it's basically what I'm saying. He like The accountability with Ben Simmons not shooting, but Brett Brown recently said that he wants Ben Simmons to take a shot, a three-shot per game, and Ben Simmons has yet to do that. So I don't really get that. That's lack of accountability. If your coach tells you that he wants you to shoot one three per game to help out the team and you don't shoot, a three and like multiple games it's kind of a bad sign it's a bad sign where uh in terms of leadership in terms of that type of stuff in terms of coaching so i don't know if you have a problem with that but i think that's certainly a problem a glaring problem on the sixers team all right we're gonna move on to our next topic of the day so we all know that the philadelphia eagles beat the new york giants this last sunday and as a result we'll be playing the seattle seahawks in the wild card game on on this coming Sunday, and Andre, I have a question. What I want to ask you: What are the keys to the Eagles beating the Seahawks? Well, a good thing is that uh, well, not a good thing, but if you want to look on the positive side, the Eagles are a banged up team, but at least the Seahawks are really close. They had both of their starting, well, both of their running backs go down. Rashad Penny, who was a key factor in beating us in week week 10 or whatever it was that we faced the Seahawks. Rashad Penny, he went down. Chris Carson, he went down. That's why they signed Marshawn Lynch. So last game, uh, you kind of got to go back to last game because you have to see how the Seahawks beat us and you got to improve on that. So last game, our defense actually did good. Our defense held Russell Wilson in check, but the running game, um, the running game for the Seahawks was probably the reason they won. Rashad Penny was excellent. Chris Carson, he turned the ball, ball over sometimes, but he was excellent. But I also want to shed some light on the offense on that game. Wentz probably played his worst game of his career in that game. He had uh, four turnovers, I think, and he had, well, two interceptions, two fumbles. That was one of Wentz's uh, ter- most terrible games in his career. So I don't expect Wentz to play that terribly this time. I think that's a positive for us. I think uh, we're a bit healthier. But um, Jay Ajayi was in that game on the Seahawks game, and also Matt Collins played in that game. We're without those two people now, and we have some new guys, some new guys that have more chemistry with Wentz, and we're a bit more healthier. So that's another positive to look at. But Doug Peterson, and another positive look at Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson is going to have to outcoach Pete Carroll, and um, I think 
I mean, it's a good thing because Doug Peterson is great in the playoffs. He's been great as of late. But uh, Doug Peterson is going to have to outcoach Pete Carroll in order to win this game. So Wentz playing good is going to be a key factor. The defense holding up against Russell Wilson is going to be a key factor. But I think this is a really winnable game. What about you? So I feel like this is – I believe that this is definitely a winnable game, especially even though – the our past attempts to beat the Seahawks with Pete Carroll have failed because he is five and zero against us. I definitely feel like even though we are banged up because we are at home, because we are, I feel like we're going to learn from the mistakes, and I feel like because Carson Wentz is going to learn from his mistakes, and because the Eagles have treated almost every game for the past couple of weeks as if it was a playoff game because a loss would technically mean the end of their season, and because of that, I feel like they're definitely prepared to go into this game. And I feel like as long as the defense played like they did against the Seahawks and if Carson Wentz decides has been playing to the level that he has been playing so far for the past couple of weeks, I feel like if the, all those things happen, the Eagles will be playing in the divisional round next week. And let's just say hypothetic, hypothetically, hypothetically, if the Eagles beat the Seahawks, I'm 100%, 100% sure they'll be facing the 49ers. Do you think they can have a chance to win that game? It all, in my opinion, it all depends on Deshaun Jackson. It depends on what, what the 49ers will do to cover Deshaun Jackson. If they double him, then I don't think so. But if they if they decide to do single coverage, then I think the Eagles have a pretty good chance. Because the 49ers have also had some injuries this year. Not as much as us or the Seahawks, but they've had a good deal amount of injuries. And I feel like if Deshaun Jackson has a great game, the Eagles will win, have a good chance at winning that game. All right. So, and, yeah, go ahead. So, before we wrap up, I just wanted to ask you, do you think – how do you think Wentz will perform in the playoffs this year? Yep, I was just about to touch on that. And I just want to bring up something because, you know, the issue with Carson Wentz earlier in the season, well, in the off season, earlier in the season, whatever you want to call it, was one, can he stay healthy? He's proven that so far this year. And two – is he clutch? Can he, you know, perform well in the high, you know, high uh, desperate situations? And he's done that this season against the Giants, albeit against bad teams. But and when when his guys went down, when he had almost no one left, practice squad receivers, Greg Ward, that game winning touchdown, the overtime drive and the game tie and drive against the Giants, he's proven that he can be clutch and perform well in high moment situations. And the playoffs, they are high leverage situation so I'm kind of confident in Wentz he has not taken a playoff snap though and that's what kind of concerns me but um, he's been performing amazing lately and in my opinion it's been more impressive this season at what he's done than in the 2017 season where he was MVP so um, yeah I expect Carson Wentz to perform well I expect him to uh, be in his A game can will that be enough to win the game I have no idea but hopefully it will be enough, and hopefully the Eagles will beat the Seahawks come Sunday at 4.40. All right, that's all we have for you today from the A&M Show. For Andre, I'm Miles. We'll see you next time.